Hello everyone, this is Songs from a Room, an intimate singer-songwriter showcase where I, Bob Palos, invite very talented artists to the podcast for a one-on-one. We'll learn a little about each artist, what inspires them, what brought them to play the music they play, and the moments that led them to write the songs they wrote. Then finally, to play me a song from a room. <laughs> uh, all right. Third time's a charm. Songs from a room. Uh, we're here live in my apartment with the very talented singer-songwriter, Emily Fremgen. Hi. Uh, she's a very busy. You're in like so many projects. What did Jason Trachtenberg call you? The hardest working woman in show business? Yeah, person. Oh, person. person. Which was very nice of him. I don't know if that's true. But I do struggle. So. You, you fight. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're in everything. Or, you know, you're, I get you're, no respect. I get no respect. I was saying to somebody that, um, and uh, he did not think this was funny or poignant, but cats are um, De Niro and dogs are Dangerfield. <laughs> right? How, how, well, just, their, just their attitudes. I do see Dangerfield as a dog. Right. But I didn't see him play one in a cartoon as a kid oh really what was that cartoon uh rover dangerfield really yeah yeah i think that's what it was there's gotta be a cartoon where robert de niro plays a cat i've definitely been stared at by enough cats where Mm -hmm. i can see the (laughs) the de niro intimidation he's he's definitely a cat yeah i can see it now thank you i was really excited about this idea and it it totally got shot down and why like two people in they're like what no yeah, no, I, 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 it was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> now Daenerys a cat. But he, I mean, that's the thing is people don't realize cats are tough. Yeah, they're all like, are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah. They're like that. Yeah. Well, uh, we're not here to talk about cats, Emily. We're here to talk about oh, man. music, your music specifically. It is your episode. We need to, the yeah. audience needs to find out about you. I know a lot about you. I've known you for many years. Yeah. You're uh, actually the reason my girlfriend and I are probably together. I, I, I will accept that. <laughs> I'm, or, I'm happy about that. Well, she introduced us and uh, Yay. also, I think you probably you probably fought for me a little bit, right? Yes, I did. I, I, I um, vouched for you and she was not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who can be? And I said that you're cool. Thanks. You know? I, I don't say that about a lot of people. I, I take it as an honor. Mm-hmm. I feel cool. I'm but, not cool, but I can decide who's cool. You're very cool. Thank you. You, you thank do a you. lot of cool things. You're a, a singer. You're also, you play a singer in the upcoming <laughs> uh, independent film, Strummer. Yeah. Indie film. Indie film uh, coming out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're also, coming as of, I don't know what's going to be when this is released, but as this uh, podcast is being re- recorded. Mm-hmm. You're working on putting out uh, your own LP. Yes, uh, I'm working on the best album that I've ever done, and we're doing an Indiegogo to raise the funds because this time I just want to do it right. Um. So yeah, we have two tracks recorded. Check them out. They're on Spotify and all that stuff, and they're really good. And it- it's lo- it's a lot more work and money than I'm used to putting into things because I'm I, I usually like to just get get some stuff done. Yeah, just like by any means 
recorded on a Zoom. Yeah, on the Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I had a Zoom stolen. A Zoom, like the Windows. Yeah. Media player. I had a Zoom, and somebody broke into my apartment, and they the only thing they stole was a Zoom. Nothing from my friend or my boyfriend. Just the Zoom. Just the soon to be obsolete. Well, yeah, and I really <laughs> liked it. It had so much on it. You can cram a lot of things on there. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the lowest sound quality, but it was oh, like... It, was it had like, a pink little cover on it, though. That, nice. you know, Windows, they went for it. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess not, there's nothing beats an iPhone, I guess, now. Now just everything's yeah, an iPhone. I love iPhones. They're great. You can record pretty well. Comes out great. Better than if I used a camcorder. This is sponsored by iPhones. Sponsored by iPhones and Spotify. Yeah. I mean, I also, like, I never had a computer ever. And my iPhone's, like, my first computer. It's great. You've never owned a computer? Well, now I have a Chromebook, but I never did before. Which isn't, yeah, the Chromebook's worse than the iPhone. I I, I got it to do stuff, and I just end up taking out my phone. Early 2000s, you didn't have a computer? Mm -mm, I'm so poor. (laughs) Please contribute to my Indiegogo. No, I didn't. No, wow. And I can't drive either. You don't have a license? Mm-hmm. Well, you were, so you're born in New York, right? I was born in Denver and I moved here in 2000. Okay, because I always thought, okay, so you're born in Denver. Mm-hmm. You moved to New York. When I was 15. 15. It's a whole life. When you, so how was growing up in Denver? Uh, well, so then we moved to Baltimore when I was 12. So I grew up in apartments and in Capitol Hill in downtown Denver. And um, I guess it was good. I don't know. Being a kid is weird. Yeah. Do you feel like the weird kid? or? Yeah, I was always the weird kid. I was super social up until things got weird. Like, I don't know. Things get weird around like eight, maybe. Eight? I think for, I mean, I guess for, for, I think as a boy, it was probably like around 12, but. Okay. It was definitely 10 at at the latest. Um, And then I just was uh, just like super awkward in my own skin and didn't have friends anymore. I don't know. I don't know what happened. And then I went to a school for the arts in Denver for acting and musical theater, but, uh, and I thought that would kind of be my ticket out, but I couldn't make any friends there either. I don't know. Oh, man, I thought you'd be, like, around your people there. No, I couldn't make any friends. And then we moved to Baltimore, um, which was a little better. And then I I dropped out. <laughs> you dropped out <laughs> of ninth school? Grade. I, I, I did, like, a um, correspondence course to finish high school. Uh, oh, you homeschooled I didn't. It? Yeah, I didn't do any real school after ninth grade. Because it, it really, school really sucks. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I mean, I'm in school right now. So. Yeah, you are. 30 something year old young kids let me tell you it still sucks i can't handle it i know it's wild it doesn't get easier i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like the information is easier but that makes it harder Mm -hmm. where i'm like just like listening to this teacher explain mla format for like the 80th millionth time in my life i don't know well at least you're not like like when you're a kid you feel so much pressure to like be in the right group or whatever oh yeah have everybody like you but i'm sure you don't give a shit about that and i've witnessed a lot of that yeah going back to school and it's like yeah it's so so depressing oh my god yeah there's like these 18 19 year olds and they're like 
from inner city schools too so it's like mm. there's i don't there's a lot step like they're behind in a, a couple of things and right. just insecure about a lot of things and just i've seen some emotional breakdowns oh sounds fun i should go to college you should it you know it feels it feels pretty good um yeah now i have so many friends um and i'm, I'm still miserable so <laughs> i don't know what <laughs> Yeah. What makes you not miserable? I think uh, being rich. Oh, that's what I should try. Yeah, you should yeah. try being rich. If you I'll see. I have a feeling if I was rich, I'd be sad too, but. Probably. We'll see. Life is, you know, mm-hmm. all about perspective. And uh, happy people are boring. That's very true. That should be your the catchphrase to your um, podcast. Life is all about perspective and happy people no, are boring. No, just bo- happy people are boring. Oh, yeah. I think that sounds like that's a different true. podcast. I really like cranky people. It's my favorite people. Yeah, you know, once you learn how to work with them. Yeah. Sometimes it's like they're hostile, but it's like you just got to ride their crankiness. Mm-hmm. And then you you got to enjoy it. Yeah. You got to just pretend like you're watching TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a song to sing and a story to tell? Just send an email to songsfromroompodcast at gmail.com to apply to be a guest on the show. Just give us your name, a little information about yourself, and a track of the song you'd like to sing. Songs from a Room Podcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing your song. Oh, man. Okay, so more about you. All right. Uh, we're okay. So you grew up Denver, 15, moved to Baltimore. So yeah. you moved to New York in the early 2000s, you I said? I moved to New York in 2000. I moved to Baltimore in 97 or 98. That's unimportant. <laughs> but in Baltimore, my mom and I did live in David Simon's apartment right after he moved out. The creator of The Wire. He created The Wire? Yeah. So you... And Treme and, you know, The Deuce. What's that one about? It's about 70s New York and, like, um, pimps and prostitutes. and It's pretty good. James Franco plays twins. It's just a weird name because it makes me think about poop. Yeah, the deuce. <laughs> I just can't get past that. But Maggie Gyllenhaal is in it and she's all like tired all the time. Like that's her acting method is that she's tired. That's usually what gets the mammy, you know? Yeah, I should do that. Are you not, you don't act tired in Strummer? I think I do. I think I'm always act tired. So <laughs> get that Emmy soon. Um,. Should I play a song or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is just, man, okay. I'm like already starting to sweat since that AC came off. I'm like, can we just put it back on and then do this? I'm sweating because I'm in the hot seat. Yeah, you're in the hot seat, even though we've like changed the subject 80 times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're talking about. Uh... So, Emily, you write music, huh? I guess so. <laughs> no, we were talking. Okay, so you moved. Early 2000s, you came to New York. Yeah, I came to New York in 2000. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So... You're 15, you, you know, came to New York. I was... At the time, I was an actor. Um, So that's what I was planning on doing, and I was going to a bunch of auditions, and I was in this acting class with adults and doing really well. And I don't know, I just kind of lost my nerve, and... You know, every couple of years, do you ever just, like... Well, I feel like 15... Get super weird. 15 would be definitely another one of those hormonal yeah, spurts. Yeah, and I just like didn't... 
I, I, I wish that I was forced to go to school because I wasn't forced to be around people. Mm-hmm. So I was just so in my head and I thought I was fat and like, I just got so weird. And then, and I discovered Lou Reed. And so that's when I was like, I'm going to be a songwriter now. I'm not going to, and 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. Um, which really freaked me out. I was staying on the Lower East Side by myself that morning. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I, I decided to stop acting and I was going to be a songwriter. So I just like, I can, usually I can, only, right now I'm doing both things, but usually I can just pick one thing at a time, which is not a, it's a mistake. Um, so the thing I always think about is that sidewalk cafe was just like blocks from where I was staying and I could have just like gone down the street and met all these people back then, and they would have. My like, life would have been so different. But they would accepted you, yeah, right. Yeah, I just like thought everybody was mean and scary, and I was scared of boys, and so I'd spend a lot of time alone, which maybe served me well because I have a, a lot of knowledge about music, and. You you were a little bit of a recluse growing mm-hmm. up, big time. And then uh, when did you start going out there and like playing music or was it was it with acting well i i um i moved back to denver when i was 20 Mm -hmm. and then i kind of like then i got more friends i had my first kiss when i was 21 and um i i I kind of started but i was still really scared to play in front of people and then i met this guy ian cook who's an amazing denver singer songwriter plays cello and um we were roommates and played together, and he he's huge in Denver. Like he's the most famous person in Denver. Um, and uh, so he got me some gigs. Um, so I got a few. I I put out an album, and it was like in the Denver newspaper, and I had a little bit of success there. And then I moved back here when I was twenty five, kind of like on a wave. This is gonna be great, and I just like did a couple really awful shows like yeah right off the top nobody was there or they were so mean to me and i just like didn't have a you really have to have a community of people you have to have people yeah i I didn't understand that and i moved here with non-musicians and i kind of just like gave up and then i became a manager at a movie theater and um i yeah that was i was 27 and i feel like that Dylan thing of like I was so much older then like I I was so jaded and um then uh blah blah blah. I had like a band and we toured and I did some tours cross country but um since meeting my ex Ben was that was the time when I really started just playing all the time because he's a comic and like the comic ethic is just like Play as much as you can. Go up, go up, go up, get up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? No, I, just mean, okay. I mean, that's, that's about um, right. <laughs> but that really helped me. He was like, he would be like, of course you should do it. What what, what else would you be doing? Yeah. So Scout. like, yeah, you have to just say yes to everything. And that's when I really blossomed pre- three or four years ago when I met you, like, was when I was doing Americana Monday. I just like started... Um, 
doing everything I could and I was just like really hustling. Yeah, it's hustling, getting your own stage mm-hmm. time and then yeah. stage time comes from building your own stage. Yeah, stage time. And then, yeah, and then you get stronger. Yeah. Yep. Practice, practice, practice. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's, that's what I'm missing right now because I, I decided I would take kind of a break in August. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I'm kind of losing my mind. I need to be in it. Yeah, I'm yeah. A, yeah, we're show people. Yeah, it's always good to have yeah. a project. That's one thing. That's true. But like also just to like constantly be in front of people is really important. And I think so many musicians miss that point. Yeah. But comics really know that. I want to, I don't want to call it a a desperate need. (laughs) But But we have that too, but we are trying to be cool. That's the difference is that we are, we really want to look cool. Yeah. And comics are like performed to like three people. But we have the same desperate need. Yeah. We do. Well, there's plenty of mics to hit. There's always Pete's. There's always Pete's. Yeah. Yeah. You host you host Pete's Candy Store uh, mm-hmm. pretty often whenever Bruce is out, right? Yeah. I hope so. I'm always scared that I'll get complained about because I got a bad Yelp review for doing it once. Oh, yeah. Um, And then I was kind of reprimanded. What was the Yelp? Um, They said that I was mean to everybody. <laughs> they basically said I was an open mic host, but I'm a woman. Well, you do a good job there. Thank and- you. I like it. I love Pete's. Oh, and Pete's is where I really started, like that, pl- like enjoying open mics, because um, I had had such bad experiences before at open mics, and also I was embraced by um, the guys there, and that's really where I started, like deciding that I um, would play live more. I was. It's once you find your people. Yeah, it's always it's it's good to have yeah. a nice little community. You have to. You really have. to. Let's talk more about the craft. Oh, no. <laughs> talk about the art, making music. Okay. So the song, the album you're putting out right now. Mm-hmm. That's been a couple years because my last album, oh, My Cat from Hell, that was three years, two or three. Um, And then so I've never gone this long with a, a, a bundle of songs without recording them. So yeah, two or three years. Um, so like I've been, it feels like a long time because I've been playing these songs so much because I had a weekly show for a couple years and I play so much live. So these songs are really um, uh, lived in. They're definitely my best songs of my career. In the last three years, you feel like you've written the mm-hmm. best songs you've ever written? Absolutely. It's a great feeling. It is. And then it's like, well, what what do I do with these? I don't know. So I, you know, I have to record them right. You know, I can't, I I feel like I had really great songs before and I, I didn't work on them enough and I, they weren't recorded properly. And I just like, I really need to do it this time. Yeah. Cause so, I'm old. I'm about to turn 35 and this is the time. 35. You think that's, that's the peak? I mean, that's the time. I mean, how, how old was Dylan when Blood on the Tracks came out? 30 what he's probably like 30 something but i feel like 35 is that age i can look that up right now real quick if you want but 35 is the it's your prime it's it's a woman's prime and um these are these are the songs man okay so 1975 blood on the tracks came out 33 yeah right 34 my age interesting I gotta put out an album. I feel blood on the tracks age right now, live. 
All right, we'll switch to the talking about the song you're gonna sing. Okay. Tonight, so like, and specifically, <laughs> to the writing process. Okay. What's What's the name of the song you're gonna sing? Tonight? Oh, I'll, I'll I'll just play my newest song. Hmm. Um. It doesn't have a name. <laughs> well, it will. Maybe uh, I, maybe name it afterwards. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll tell you after. Okay. <laughs> when you wrote this song, it just came out. Yeah, this song did kind of just come out. Um. I don't know. Sometimes I'll just be like in such a state emotionally and I like have to say something. And and also like I've been trying to really not do stuff in like the normal chords. Um, that's important. Trying to break the structural habits. Yeah, I can't keep doing like C and G and stuff, mostly because my producer Keith does not approve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like Tanya shake it up but I think he doesn't approve of, of this subject matter too because he thinks I write too much about like my feelings and relationships and Isn't that what being hurt songs are usually about though I don't know yeah I don't know but he pushes me which is good so, um, so, so this yeah. unnamed song uh, what's what's the theme <laughs> just relationships relationships feelings feelings <laughs> um yeah, I mean, it's self-explanatory. It's hard to say what a song is about because the whole point of writing songs is to say something you can't say otherwise. Yeah, touche. Yeah, that's like, explain your joke. What is your joke about, you know? Yeah, then it's not funny. Exactly. So there's no point to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. All right, well, okay. fine then. All right, just, all right. just do the song then. No, uh, the unnamed song yet to be named. <laughs> no, I think it, I just can't. All right. Well, I just can't. The worst part? No, the worst part. Uh, live from my apartment. I just can't. Or the worst part. I just part. can't. <laughs> I can't even. The worst part about it is.
a good clean cut that was the very talent you just heard it emily fremian <laughs> thank you for playing that song for us today my pleasure uh yeah keep listening listen to her uh what was the name of that song again normal stuff i guess and that song normal stuff i guess <laughs> normal stuff <laughs> it's the newest one the newest songs are the funnest to play yeah no that's great thanks for sharing that with us uh yeah. and that that won't be on flower weed no but even better songs will be on flower weed well i won't say that but i'll say check out emily fremgen <laughs> google her yeah. uh, look on my indiegogo thing because we made some funny stuff yeah check out that indiegogo yeah did you watch the video oh i did yeah it's I li- funny right? i love that <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Oh man, that thing was. I actually sent that to Caitlin. Thanks for listening. This was Songs from a Room. Thank you to Ben Shapiro for providing all the theme music. Any inquiries, just email us at songsfromaroompodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned, dialed up, and downloaded for the next episode. Bye.